We saw a lot of big moves go down at the winter meetings, including some on Thursday as well, and a lot in the NL East. However, not many coming from the Atlanta Braves, but still, there are a lot of really good options out there left on the free agent market, not even looking at trades. So the Braves still appear to be in good shape with the holes they need to fill, but there is no question the market is slimming out. So we're going to take a look at the best available options after what was a crazy winter meetings. We'll talk about the best options left for the Atlanta Braves and get some of your thoughts as well on who you think is left out there that the Braves should go after. We'll discuss all of that on today's episode of Lockdown Braves. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Locked On Braves, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Make sure you check out my bio there to see where I'm covering the game of baseball. Make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at lockdown underscore brave. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback that you have for the podcast. A lot of the podcast today is going to come from some of your feedback on Twitter. Love the interaction. Love making the listener you part of this show. So make sure that you get involved however you can, whether that's on Twitter or on YouTube. Love discussions in the comment section on YouTube. Love for those who are able to join me live. And we have discussions as we go through the podcast together. So again, make sure you're following on Twitter. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up button and that notification bell to help support the show. That's all you got to do. Click that little thumbs up button. And thanks for making Lockdown Braves your first listen of every day. We continue to post episodes daily throughout the offseason. Plenty of Braves coverage coming from you at Locked on Braves. On today's podcast, we're going to take a look at what's left out there. Take a look at the top batters that are out there, the top pitchers that are still left out there, because a lot of names and a lot of big names came off the board at the winter meetings and came off for some really big numbers, as we discussed in the last couple of podcasts. And just by the way, I posted two episodes on Wednesday. I posted an episode just going over everything that went down at the winter meetings. And then I posted another one specifically talking about the trade for Joe Jimenez that the Braves made late last night. So if you haven't, make sure you go back and check those out. But today we're going to talk about what's left, what's left out there on the free agent market for the Braves to sign. Do they go the free agent route or are these prices just way too high for the Braves? And do they look to go the trade route? as they did to strengthen up the bullpen with Jimenez. So that's what we're going to be talking about here today. And we're going to start at the short stop position. And this is the market that it's very thin. There's still a couple of really good options out there. There's two really good options out there. But the shortstop market is, is thin. It's Carlos Correa at the top. And then it's Dansby Swanson. And those are really the two big free agents that are out there right now. And I obviously don't believe the Braves are going to be in the running for Carlos Correa. I think he's most likely headed to the Giants, who have yet to make a really big splash and have some money burning a hole in their pocket after they missed out on Aaron Judge and others. 
So I think he's probably going to the Giants, and he's probably getting a a 10-year, plus million deal. Uh, I would imagine he gets the same, if not more, money than Trey Turner got. So I don't think the Braves are going to play in that wheelhouse. So that leaves Dansby Swanson, who has a lot of suitors as well. We discussed that on yesterday's podcast, the Cubs, Cardinals, uh, Red Sox, Twins. You know, there's a lot of other teams out there looking for shortstops. I think the Cubs are the team right now that a lot of people are picking to sign Dansby Swanson. And with Xander, Xander Bogarts now off the market, signing a big deal with the Padres on Thursday, signing for 11 years, $280 million. You know Dansby's camp is sitting there thinking, hey, we can get seven or eight years. We can get close to $200 million. With the way these contracts are going out right now, and especially for the shortstops, I mean, they are just way beyond even what a lot of people projected them to be. So I think the price on Dansby is only going up. I think he's going to get that $25 million a year average annual value, and I just don't think the Braves are going to match that. I don't think they're going to be able to come anywhere really close to that. They Apparently, uh, rumor says they've already balked at a six-year, $140 million deal, which is a little over $23 million a year. So if they weren't willing to do that, I just don't see how they can really come close to even matching a deal or an offer that's likely given to Dansby Swanson, even if he were to want to leave some money on the table and stay with Atlanta, which I think he would if the money was close, but I just think the money's not going to be close, similar to the Red Sox and with Xander Bogarts. I think the Red Sox ended up making a pretty fair offer and strong offer to Xander Bogarts, but the Padres were over there ready to make a big move, and the offers just really weren't close. I think reports say that Xander went back to the Red Sox, said, hey, can you match this, come close to it, and they couldn't. Uh, the Padres were willing to weigh, overpay, in my opinion, to get a player like Bogarts, and I think a team like a team will go out and do that for Dansby and it, it won't be the Braves. So as optimistic as I've been about Dansby coming back to the Braves, I just, now I'm, I'm not so sure that's going to happen. If it doesn't happen, then after Dansby, it's Elvis Andrews and it's Jose Iglesias. And in my mind, if you're not going to get Dansby, then I think you have to go with somebody who's going to give you solid defense there, which would be either Andrews or Iglesias. Both are really good defenders, but they're getting up there in age, but don't give you much offensively. So those are the two guys left at the shortstop position. I don't think Grissom is ready, and Mark Bowman has even said as such that he doesn't feel like Von Grissom will be ready to start the 20, the 2023 season at shortstop. I think he needs to go down to AAA and, continue to develop there, take the things that Ron Washington has taught him and continue to develop. So if that's the case, then perhaps you go out and sign an Andrews, you sign an Iglesias, you put them at shortstop, lock it down defensively and go out and get a big left fielder. So what's left in left field? And this is where I think you have plenty of more attractive options and more affordable options. Andrew Benintendi still at the top of my wish list. For me right now, it's Dansby Swanson one, it's Andrew Benintendi two, as far as free agents go, that I would like to see the Braves sign. He's still out there, but with what Mitch Haniger got, which was more than I thought, I think Andrew Benintendi is probably looking at a four-year deal for $70 million or more uh, with the way the spending is right now. I don't know if the Braves will feel comfortable doing that, but I like the Andrew Benintendi fit. 
Michael Conforto, I've mentioned a lot. I think it's a, a really good name for left field. Michael Brantley, yes, he's up there in age, but the guy just hits. I've wanted him for so long. Um, I don't know how much he can actually play in the field, but he could be an option, a guy on a one-year deal for maybe $12 million or so. Um, Brian Reynolds is one trade option I'm going to mention just because he himself said that he would like to be traded. I think the price for him would be either Vaughn Grissom or William Contreras and then three really good pitching pro prospects. You know, maybe Jared Schuster, one of the guys the Braves just drafted, like Owen Murphy or, or J.R. Ritchie or Cole Phillips, and then maybe a Darius Vines, somebody like that. But I think that's what it would take for the Braves to put together a package good enough to get Brian Reynolds. Um, Will Myers, uh, A.J. Pollock, Jerickson Profar, Joey Gallo, Tommy Pham, David Peralta, Robbie Grossman, Adam Duvall. These are all guys that would be solid, but more so as platoon options. I really only think Benintendi, Conforto, Reynolds, maybe Myers would be everyday players for left field. Um, Pollock, I, I like. Um, Will Myers, I like as platoon guys. I'm not big on Joey Gallo uh, trying to resurrect his career in Atlanta. I've liked David Peralta for years, but uh, I even I think I'm over him at this point. I like McCutcheon just for, and I think I mentioned this the other day, just for the experience and clubhouse factor. I would not want him as my everyday left fielder. He's probably more of a DH at this point anyway. Um, and then I like the Grossman or Duvall idea. Look, if you're going to go platoon, uh, I'd probably go with one of those guys just for the familiarity that you have with them. And I like the fact that Duvall can play all three outfield positions. I've been pretty tough on Duvall. Um, Chris Chaffee on Twitter says that he thinks the Braves bring back Adam Duvall for left and trade for a shortstop. Um, and I know a lot of you have some comments in the chat section. I'm going to get to those later in the podcast. But what's left at DH? J.D. Martinez, Trey Mancini, and Nelson Cruz. Uh, the Braves can't really take on somebody else like that unless they were to get rid of Ozuna. But those could be some other options if you look to upgrading bats. So as far as impact bats if the Braves are going to make one more big move 20 plus million dollar a year type move it's either Carlos Correa Dansby Swanson Andrew Benintendi maybe Michael Conforto if you went for a, a one-year high AAV type deal and then you know maybe a JD Martinez so those are the impact bats that are left out there but there are some pretty solid options to improve the depth and improve those positions but that's really what's left out on the free agent market. And if you can't get one of those guys, then you may have to go the trade route. You may have to look at a Brian Reynolds or whoever else could be out there and available. All right, next, I want to take a look at the pitching side of things. I know the Braves just made a trade for the bullpen, and Alex and Tablas made it seem like they're set there. I've said all along, I don't know that they need to make a move in the starting rotation, but if the bat's not out there to really make an impact, perhaps they just go all in on the starting rotation. So we're going to take a look at those options next. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts like this one, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix responsibly. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Looking at the pitching side of things as far as free agency goes, still a couple of big names left out there. You look at um, starting pitchers in general. There's really one 
top tier pitcher left, and that is Carlos Rodon. Uh, he's going to get some big money. I've seen a lot of people in the, the comments section and in the chat saying the Braves should go after him. I think that's highly risky for somebody who's had an injury-plagued career that's looking at six, maybe seven years at close to $30 million a year. I don't see the Braves doing that, uh, making that big of a splash, and he's the lone big shark left out there. I got to imagine he's attracting some pretty lucrative offers. Chris Bassett's next on the next tier of that, kind of mid-the-rotation starter. Again, I don't, I don't necessarily see that as the right move for the Braves. And I would say this, Rodon or Bassett, I think would be upgrades in the rotation if the Braves were to make one of those moves. You look at the tier beyond that, you're talking about Ross Stripling, Nathan Navaldi, Noah Syndergaard, Johnny Cueto, Drew Smiley, Dylan Bundy, Michael Walker, Sean Manea, Zach Greinke, Jordan Lyles, Corey Kluber. When looking at those guys, yeah, I guess if you could get one of them on a one-year six eight million dollar deal to just help give you depth in the rotation in case somebody gets hurt in case ian anderson can't figure it out in case mike soroka doesn't isn't able to come back and be effective i guess you could do that type of deal but i wouldn't just sign one of these pitchers for the sake of signing them because i think they have players in the system already who can be just as good if not better guys like Kyle Muller, perhaps even a Jared Schuster, uh, Bryce Elder, uh, Colby Allard even, um, I think could be just as good as some of these guys we're talking about after that Carlos Rodon, Chris Bassett tier. And then looking at relief pitchers, and again, I think the Braves are done relief pitcher-wise. Taylor Rogers is the big fish still out there that'll probably get a pretty solid deal. Then you're talking about Seth Lugo, another quality reliever setup type man then you're looking at some some guys who have been good or oldest chapman craig kimbrell and then it's some other just kind of solid relievers Corey canable adam Ottavino, matt moore uh will smith brad hand from the left-handed from the left side michael fulmer as well so again i think the braves are set bullpen wise but there are still a couple of names out there that could be intriguing if the braves just wanted to go all in on pitching and they just don't see anything, uh, don't see a bat out there that really improves the team, and then perhaps they just go all in on some of these pitchers if they get the right deal. All right, next I want to talk about a little bit of news and then get to your comments. What do you think the Braves should do with what is left out there? We're going to get to some of those comments here in the next segment. So a little bit of, of news from... From Thursday, uh, we talked about the Xander Bogart signing 11 years, $280 million with the Padres. I think that has a significant effect on the Dansby Swanson market. And then the New York Mets, they just keep spending. What are you going to do? I mean, they signed Brandon Nimmo eight years, $162 million, more than I thought he was going to get, which has been the, the case for just about all of these big deals that have been signed this offseason. And then they go out and get David Robertson for the bullpen one year, $10 million. Their projected opening day tax payroll sits at $333 million. That's 100 more than the first tax hit of $233 million. That means they would pay a tax of $65 million. They would pay $65 million in taxes for a total 2023 tax payroll of $398 million. 
that is crazy. And according to Joel Sherman, they're not done. They're still pursu pursuing Kodai Senga. I mean, we are about to truly see if money can buy a championship. And look, I've been saying this all offseason. What the Mets are doing, they're just getting back to where they were last year, which was a really good team, a 101-win team. They're replacing Jacob deGrom with Justin Verlander. They're replacing uh, Taiwan Walker with Jose Quintana. They're trying to replace Chris Bassett with Kodai Senga. They're bringing back Brandon Nimmo. They're signing David Robertson to uh, to replace Adam Ottavino. They still haven't replaced Seth Lugo. I guess you could say they got uh, Brooks Raley, so I'll give that as the replacement for Ottavino. But they're still just replacing what they lost to get back to where they were. And I think we have to keep that in mind as Braves fans as we're seeing all these big moves come in for the Mets. They're just replacing what they lost to become, to get back where they were last year, which again was a really good team. And the Mets are going to be really good again. They're going to be fighting with the Atlanta Braves, but they have a budget that is over $100 million more than what the Braves is. And the Braves budget is really big when you look at the rest of Major League Baseball. So just crazy what Steve Cohen is doing over there for the Mets. Great for their fans, but I will enjoy it even more when they finish second place in the National League East. It'll make it that much sweeter when the Braves still beat them in 2023, hopefully. Um, but those are some of the big moves on Thursday. I want to get to some of your comments. I had asked on Twitter, how do you feel about the options still out there for the Braves? What would you do? Um, Baltimore Braves fan said it's hard to find the good from the winter meetings. The price for shortstops just went up, making it less likely that we re-sign Dansby. A trade seems likely. I certainly agree with that. I think Dansby, with the way the market is, is probably out of the Braves price range. Um, Baltimore Braves fans also said that Jimenez trade likely finalized the bullpen, though it'd be nice to re-sign Luke Jackson. I wouldn't be surprised if they bring Luke Jackson back on a minor league deal. I have a feeling they told him, hey, Go see if you can find a major league deal somewhere. If not, come back. We'll bring you in on a minor league deal and give you a chance. And then uh, Braves, uh, Baltimore Braves fans also said, still hoping we signed Duvall for left field. Uh, John Magel said, very much okay with it. Haven't seen a single contract I'd want to be close to. And I think I certainly agree with that. A lot of these contracts seem like they're going to be very bad, um, especially on the back end of some of these deals. Trent Helm said, I think a lot of money was spent and a ton of good players still left. We'll end up taking less with fewer teams bidding. And I talked about this yesterday and the first podcast I did yesterday is that slow and steady approach. Um, perhaps that's going to lead to some diamonds in the rough, some steals for Alex Anthopoulos later on. I certainly hope that's the case. Uh, JDS Brave 72 says preference in free agency would be uh, Ben Attendi or even Michael Brantley in left field over re-signing Dansby and give Vaughn the reins at shortstop and see if we can improve our hitting uh, at two spots. As far as trade, I prefer trading William Contreras, headlining a trade for Reynolds over Vaughn Grissom. I do think it would take at least one of those guys in any type of deal for Brian Reynolds. So appreciate the comments on Twitter. Sorry, I wasn't able to use all those. I'll try to respond to them on Twitter. I want to get to the, come to the comments in the chat section real quick. Um, Anthony Hood said the Mets are spending big money. They certainly are. Um, Anthony Hood also says, I see Duvall, Pollock, and Profar uh, is out there. Good choices for the Braves. And I see Hayward got a minor league deal with the Dodgers. Yeah, 
Um, wanted to mention that as well. Jason Hayward gets a minor league deal for the Dodgers. Hopefully a chance for him to reunite with Freddie Freeman. Um, I had somebody in the chat mention Jason Hayward earlier in the offseason. I would have loved to have seen it on a minor league deal for the Braves. I just love the player, love the person. Uh, would have liked to have seen him come back to Atlanta, but at least he gets a chance to hook up with his good buddy, Freddie Freeman. Um, Luke Overby says, I would like Shamanaya for the fifth spot and Andrew Penintendi for a contact left-handed bat in the lineup. Trade for OK stopgap shortstop until next season. Uh, sorry for the messes up in spelling. I like that that idea, Luke, um, go for Banintendi, go sure up the rotation with a, you know, one of those guys at the bottom that I mentioned, like a Manea, and then trade for a stopgap shortstop. I would even say at that point, just sign an Elvis Andrews, unless you can get a, a solid, you know, guy that you feel good about at shortstop and then continue to let Von Grissom, unless you have to give up Von Grissom in, in some sort of trade. But, um, I would, I would certainly be okay with that. Um, Braves in one says shortstop, then left field uh, as far as his priorities. Uh, Doodle Dad says Orlando RC at shortstop. If we don't retain Swanson, save that money and bring back Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson accepted the qualifying offer from the Giants, so he is not available. That is way too much money for Jock Peterson. Braves in one says he likes Michael Brantley. I love Michael Brantley. Again, I know he's up there in age. He's late 40s. I think he's 38, but the guy just continues to hit. Uh, Matthew Anderson on board with me says Andrew Benintendi is my number one option at this point. I think Dansby's beyond my comfort level price wise. I think so as well. Look, Benintendi could be too. We don't really know exactly what his market looks like at the moment. Um, but I do like Benintendi if things don't work out with Dansby as my next best option. Uh, David Searle said, is Jeff McNeil available? He is not. Uh, he's still with the Mets. Um, Anthony Hood says, we have plenty of pitching, but I agree with you about Reynolds. The Braves would have to give a lot to get him. Uh, yeah, I've had a lot of people send me some trade ideas for Brian Reynolds. Honestly, it's not coming close to what I think it would take to get Brian Reynolds. I think it has to be either Vaughn Grissom or William Contreras headlining it with three of your better pitching prospects. Again, let's just theoretically say this is a trade proposal. I would say Vaughn Grissom, Owen Murphy, Jared Schuster, and maybe a Freddie Tarnock or Bryce Elder or a Kyle Muller, one of those. I honestly think that's that's the best package the Braves could give, and I don't even know if that's enough for three years of an all-star level talent like Brian Reynolds. And I still think there are teams out there that could come in and beat that package, but I think that's the best package the Braves could get. And then we'll, if you have to give up Vaughn Grissom in that trade, what do you do at shortstop? Then you're really stuck. So – Maybe you can swap out Contreras in that deal and still just give up the pitching. And I do think the Pirates want pitching. I think the Braves have that to give up, uh, but it's going to cost a lot. Um, CJ LaChapelle says, still praying we signed Dansby. Um, Walker says, hey, Jay, just want to say, I love the channel. Keep up the good work and go Braves. Is there any chance we trade for Ahmed Rosario and sign Duvall? I certainly think that's an option. Um, Rosario's, you know, experience at least rumored at least to be available. Um, so I can see them going after him and re-signing Duvall, and I think that would be solid. That would not necessarily be an upgrade in my mind offensively, um, but could see them going that route. If they would, if they were going to do that and trade for Ahmed Rosario, then I would rather see them go after a Conforto or Benintendi for left field because I don't see Rosario really being a huge upgrade offensively. Uh, William Fulgham says Reynolds is a big fish. We get 
uh, trade and extend him for eight years, 190 million. Um, sorry, a couple more here. I'm losing my voice, still a little under the weather, but I appreciate you bearing with me here this evening or whenever you're listening. Um, CJ LaChapelle says, I'm not afraid of the Mets. They overachieved last season. They're a good team. They're going to be good again, but I'm just trying to make the point that they're the moves they're making are just to get back to where they were last year. Um, all right, losing my voice here, so I'm going to wrap things up. Thanks so much for joining the show, and we will talk to you next time. Hey, this is Stacy Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 